Cleveland! This is for you! Talking about balls. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Talking About Balls. I am Justin George, joined as always by Kyle Price. Kyle, what's going on? Um, not much, man. I'm excited. Tomorrow's St. Patrick's Day. I had, a, I had a drink tonight, feeling good. I'm off tomorrow, so I'm excited to get into this podcast and episode, but not really looking forward to the first thing we're doing here. And go, bro. <laughs> we are here for a special episode. Normally, we would be off this week, but because today is free agency, we've titled this episode The Frenzy, because of free agency frenzy happening right now. And... Boy, is it off to a hot start. Officially underway today at 4 p.m. The league year has begun, and it has not let us down. There's been so many things that have taken place in the last – I mean, just today alone, but since Monday. I mean, I mean, you go on to NFL.com look at all the free agency signings and re-signings. It's just like uh, – it reads as like Wikipedia. And that's what I was telling Tim yesterday when I was setting up this episode. I was like, you know, unfortunately, I'm not going to have a lot of uh, pictures and everything because things are going to be happening so up to the minute. Could you imagine the amount of pictures to put behind? It would be insane. <laughs> I mean, my phone would run out of storage if I had to save that many photos. So I feel like it's for the better that we just kind of wing it and not wing it, but we just don't worry about the visuals this week. We do have some to go with, but we're not going to do individual players and stuff like that because it's it's not worth it because there's so much to talk about. So many different teams, especially the AFC going crazy and we're ready to talk about it all, but before we get started with that, first and foremost, let's give a, a shout out to Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. It is 316, one of my favorite days of the year. We're representing everywhere today. Oh, 100%. It's Stone Cold Day. I don't mess around with Stone Cold. So, th- big shout out to Stone Cold. Uh, he's supposed to be wrestling at WrestleMania in a couple of weeks here, and I can't wait for it. We'll talk about that at the Piston Power Show when we have Dr. Dan Rockingham former independent wrestler. I don't think he's ever met Stone Cold, but we're going to ask him live on air. And hopefully he has. We'll see what happens. But uh, we're going to talk a little wrestling that day. So if you're into wrestling, that's an episode you don't want to miss. That's going to be Saturday, April 2nd, 10 a.m., live from the Power Piston Show. Piston Power Show, sorry. Yeah. At the IX Center. Can't wait for that. Hell yeah. Give me a hell yeah, everybody. (laughs) That's perfect. Give me a hell yeah. But we're class today. We're breaking eggs. That's right. (laughs) Kyle is doing the egg punishment for losing to me in the pickums per usual. This is not good. And he's going to be doing that right now. We're starting the show off with it. Ladies and gentlemen, we're coming in hot. I'll be honest. I thought about this challenge. I'm like, I could do this. And then I started like, of course I Google it. I'm like, Oh, how hard is it to swallow raw eggs? And then of course you start reading all the, well, if you do it incorrectly, you could get sick. You know, if you don't swallow it quickly, you could throw up and I'm not, I'm not trying to throw up here. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so I'm cracking raw eggs. So oh, I see it now. That, on that shot, my bad. This is not going to go well. And you said you've done this, right? I actually, I use organic uh, cage-free brown eggs, but yeah, I eat raw eggs all the time personally. Oh, these eggs come straight out of Walgreens. Yeah, I don't know if I trust those. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we're going to see how this goes. Oh, that tastes like shit. Okay, well, so... Under the camera, you can see here. Um, yeah, so you're you're this camera here to the right. Yeah, there's 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 definitely eggs in there. Oh yeah, I can vouch. I'm you confirming. You confirm it. Three yolks. Three yolks. Three a lot chickens of, a that lot never of, were. A lot of juicy stuff going on here. So, uh, cheers to Stone Cold. Bottoms up. Three sixty. Uh, here we go. Three sixteen. <laughs> Hopefully, those eggs don't do a three sixty in Kyle's stomach. 
Nope, that's actually, I'm sorry. They're really not that bad. It's actually not, there's really not much taste to it. Yeah, it's, they're uh, they're really not too bad, honestly. They I mean, go right you, down the hatch. You feel, you feel the lumps of the actual eggs going down your throat. That's what she said. But, yeah, it's not bad. It's not, it's not the worst punishment. It's not as worse as the... Uh, yeah, as I said, I, I, but... I took it easy on you, on you on, with that punishment. That's just something that I was doing, and I know a lot of people probably aren't really for it. They might be a little weirded out by it. I don't know how most people are with, with I didn't raw think foods. about this. We should have got the Rocky um, theme song going on, you know. For a little montage action. Yeah, that montage, would have been a good idea. Rocky uh, cracking the eggs on top of the fridge going into his training montage. Well, All let's right. get into it, though. Yeah, one team that is not waiting for a montage to get better. They're trying to improve overnight are Cleveland Browns. <sighs> Man, I'm on the edge of my seat right now. <clears throat> so it's really everybody. I mean, Deshaun Watson, I'm sure those of you at home are that are Browns fans know the difference, or not the difference, but know what's going on right now, where he's picking between different teams. He has the Browns, the Panthers, the Saints, and the last minute throwing their hat into the ring, Atlanta Falcons. Trying to get the hometown kid to come home. I'll be honest, the Falcons kind of threw me off a little bit. Yeah, me too, because they seem like they have a lot more hoops to jump through to get him. Because obviously you're trying to sell your franchise. You're selling him being the main main guy, your your right. face of your franchise for years to come. When you look at a team like the Falcons, we'll start with them. You have the Falcons. They have Matt Ryan currently, who's making a shitload of money. Right. The only way to get rid of him is you're going to have to trade him. Somebody's going to have to take on that money, or the Falcons are going to have to eat a chunk of it which makes it harder to get more players to make the team better. Because as we know, the Falcons suck. They're not a very good team. Adding to Sean Watson definitely helps. However, you are officially losing Calvin Ridley. Yeah. His suspension is, is happening. He's getting a year out of football. Poor guy. They would then have to trade. They did just draft Kyle Pitts, but they would have to trade Matt Ryan, which again, not an easy thing to do. He's, he's an aging, potentially Hall of Fame quarterback, but making a lot of money for a guy who's not doing much these days. He... He could still sling it, don't get me wrong, but I don't know if a lot of teams are going to be knocking down the door to get him. That's the tricky part. So, not to cut you off, I just, no, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking about this. The assets they'd have to give up to get him, would I honestly feel like they'd, it'd cripple their team. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as I said before, they're a really bad team. So they don't have a lot to offer to anybody. They don't have a good defense. They don't have a good offensive line. They don't have many weapons on offense. They just have Kyle Pitts. So when you acquire a guy like Deshaun Watson, how much better can you really get? How much better is this situation than it, than it was in Houston for, for Deshaun Watson? Right. That's how I look at it. I, I'm looking for a guy who wants to upgrade the team around him. And right. they're not better than Houston. So any team that, that he's <coughs> met with, you feel you come out of it as a Browns fan and you're like, the Browns are number one. They, they have to be. The roster, what they have around them, the chances they could probably get to the Super Bowl in the next two to three years. And then you look at the Saints, you look at the Panthers, you look at, you look at the, uh, um, the Falcons, and you're like, they have nothing. Like they're, they're, I mean, they're in a rebuild mode. For I the next rank them years. personally. I rank the teams. I would go Browns number one, and this isn't being biased. This is just on paper teams. Browns number one, um, Saints number two, a, a relatively close to, if I'm being honest, because with, with Jameis Winston, when he was healthy, they had a shot at making the playoffs last year, legitimately. So I'm with him. Um, what do we got? Some comments. <laughs> okay. Per, per source, Kyle will be drinking a lot tomorrow. Yep. That's why he needs the egg base right now. That's going to help him. Protein, baby. I got I to gotta build towards that drinking. He's tomorrow. starting the kegs and eggs a little earlier than most people. Kegs before eggs never ends. Never but, ends well. But, yeah, so breaking down the rosters, you look at the Browns, obviously. We know, as I've said a million times on here until I was blue in the face, Baker Mayfield is the weak link of the team. Yes. 
a franchise legitimate elite quarterback will take you to that next level. That's Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson will do that for this team. Mm -hmm. I've said that for over a year now, just about, I've been talking about Deshaun Watson. So we know that that's the case. I'm sure they sold him on that. They sold him on the talent around him. You have Miles Garrett, you have Nick Chubb, you have this stout offensive line. What other team can offer that? None. And that's the thing too. The other part too, that I've seen, and I, I hate saying this, Per source, because that's all we have right now is a million random I mean, sources out there. It's literally everybody's just their best guess. Yeah. And you have to hope that the person you're reading the tweet from is a it's reliable legit. person. Right. Well, one of the tweets that I read that was a per source comment um, said that the Browns built their pitch to Deshaun around not only their, their roster, their potential to get to the Super Bowl, but also built it around their rebuilding of his image. Um, the, the rebranding Deshaun, making sure he's a uh, potentially a likable quarterback, because we all know that once this goes down with whatever team he goes to, that fan base is probably going to be, you know, you know, pitchfork and fires going towards this guy's house because they're not going to be very happy at this guy's house, probably the franchise owner's house, because they're not going to be very happy to bring a guy like this that that has these allegations against them right now. Um, you already see the fire on Twitter right now with the Browns fan base. You know, it's divided. It's it's like a it's like a Baker slash Manziel history where everyone's down the middle. Some people are for Watson, the people who want to win a Super Bowl, and the others who just want to be happy with their team are not very happy right now. So part of me thinks most of those people, their their attitude will change once Deshaun Watson's officially a Brown. They're the type of fans, <coughs> excuse me, anybody wearing a Cleveland Browns jersey, they're going to love. But because he's sure. not officially wearing a Cleveland Browns jersey yet, they're skeptical. They don't like it. They're afraid of change. They want Baker. But the minute Deshaun Watson plays, wins games, you realize he's a million times better than Baker Mayfield. Right. That's where fans are going to go, okay, all is forgiven. That's usually how it works in the NFL. People get forgiven for things. Look at a guy like Ben Roethlisberger. Multiple rape accusations. Sure. He 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 got suspended. He, just like Deshaun Watson, was found not guilty. He was acquitted of everything. Still suspended. His Still has that his stigma. Civil cases too, right? Yeah, I mean, eventually, you right. just you basically just pay the people off to shut them up and get it over with, and then you move on with your life. So that's more than likely going to be the case for Deshaun Watson. Now, will the NFL crack down harder on him because it's twenty-two versus two? Right. We'll see. He did sit out a year. It's not technically a suspension, so it's not technically time served. Mm -hmm. So we're going to see what happens with this situation, regardless of the team that he goes to. It's going to happen no matter what. So that's the other thing too, is like, you know, you, people are like, well, he's going to be suspended for five, six, seven games. That's fine. You're, you're trading this guy for your future. You're trading to bring this guy in for your long-term future. He's going to be here five, six years. Cause I, I, I would assume you bring the guy in, they're going to offer him a new contract. To yeah. I mean, he it, still has, he, that, he, he has years left because he's, he's only, he's only technically been in the NFL for five years, but he already signed an extension. So he's right. got a long-term contract, but the, the rumor is, especially the Browns, if the Browns were um, going to take on Watson, they're probably going to restructure his deal, add some years to it, right, and take push the money forward, yeah. and make the cap hit less as it goes forward. I mean, that's just that's the fine print that we'll worry about later once it actually happens. But well, no, no files were charged against uh, uh, Watson either. It's just civil case. Yeah, that's what I said. I said he was never found like he was acquitted of everything. Although we understand the Steelers fans are in the comments. I know they're they're so concerned it. about it. it. We get it. Ben Roethlisberger was not officially charged Hell, he's with not even rape. the Browns were never defending Watson. I, we get it. Where like, I was going with this story, though, is that Ben Roethlisberger was accused of these things, and Browns fans are acting as if because Deshaun Watson was accused, they don't want anything to do with him. But I saw a guy that was accused of multiple rapes get the biggest send-off Monday Night Football's ever had. Absolutely. For tears, a guy like Ben Roethlisberger. Crying, they're doing montages, they're showing all this great shit for him. He's clearly going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback or a Hall of Famer. 
and he was accused of rape. So obviously, if you go out on the field, turn it around, all is forgiven. Right. And that's the thing too. People tend to, I mean, look, I'm not, we're not, we're not up here talking about, we don't care that this guy had these allegations. We get it. That's a shitty thing to have against you as a human being. That's we're, we're clearly not for that. But what we're trying to say is that as a business, which is NFL teams are a business, they're going to bring a guy in that's going to have their business be successful. And after a couple of years, this guy wins and continues to win. What are you going to remember? Are you going to remember those championships that he brings you? Or are you going to remember the 22 allegations he had against them five Steeler years ago? Steeler fans will bring up the allegations. Well, I know true. that as Browns that's fans because I still bring we, up the we allegations. Do it against me. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. I'll take it. I'll, I'll, I'll eat it as long as we're winning championships. I don't mind either way. So that's obviously the biggest news for the Browns where, right now. Where are you the leaning Watson on this? Situation. Where, where, what do you think? I mean, if you had to take a bet. I mean, everything I heard said the Browns sold him. The only th- the, the big thing for the Falcons, I was breaking on the teams a second ago. So that's that's the Browns. Obviously, we all know the Browns have a really good roster. The Browns are best suited for Deshaun to come in today and to win. They have a young team that has can has has the opportunity to be a dynasty if he joined us. Yeah. We have so many good young talented people under contract. And Deshaun Watson's actually younger than Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy to think about too. It really is because he was in the foot in, in the league a year before him. But I mean, the, the future is ours. If, if Deshaun Watson comes here, we could win today. Now I have the saints as my number, the number two team I'd have to think for him. If I'm going strictly for winning championships, that's it. I don't think of anything else. So if he goes to the saints, I would say that the saints have a really good roster also, but their cap situation isn't meant to be long-term, right? Like they could win maybe a championship this year, maybe compete next year. And then the wheels are really going to fall off because they are fucked financially. Then you go down to the bottom of the barrel where I have the Panthers and the Falcons. The Falcons, really, the only thing they can sell him is they're in the middle of a rebuild. That's his hometown. Join the hometown team. Rebuild from the bottom up like a phoenix rising from the ashes. That's your redemption story. Right. That's the best thing I can think of for the Falcons. Talent-wise, I have nothing. I have nothing for just... Ge- geographically going home. That's it. I have nothing else that I could sell him on. Right. Yeah. I, and then with the Panthers, same thing. He played at Clemson. So it's not too far from Carolina and they'd be in a total rebuild. Their offensive line sucks. They don't have weapons. Their defense is okay, but they're going to have to give up some players presumably for the, the trade. Yeah. You have Christian McCaffrey, who's a great running back when healthy, hasn't been healthy in two years. So I'm not banking on that. If I'm Deshaun Watson, what are you really going there for? I don't know. Like I guess that again, if you want to play in the South, if you want to be in nice weather, play in domes a few games a year, probably face Tom Brady for a few years. Good luck with that. I don't know. Go to go to them. That's it, fine. It, it, it's hard. I mean, I'm trying to remove the bias as a Browns fan. That, That's really. I'm, I'm trying to be make, as fair as possible. That we I just make think the, the Browns are the best situation for him. I just don't see it happening. I, I do agree with you. I think that the uh, Saints would make sense to whatever rebuilding it go from there um you know and the falcons is a hometown story i get that too i i i I just don't see it happening i can't see as watson sitting back going yeah i'm good going and waiting another five years before i get something you know yeah i can't imagine a guy who who was with houston they had a really good team then bill o'brien gutted that team like who the hell is gonna throw to new orleans at atlanta that's their fucking problem I mean, in New Orleans, you, you assume you're, you have Alvin Kamara. You have Mike, as long as Alvin Kamara's not in jail. You have Michael Thomas, who's still a damn good receiver. They have some good weapons down there in New Orleans. They have a really good offensive line. They have a really good defense. So New Orleans is, is a decent team. He's got a point, though. They don't have a quarterback right now. Atlanta has nothing. Well, neither do the Saints. Saints cut both their quarterbacks. I think they're cutting both their quarterbacks right now. Simeon's gone, and I believe... Uh... Well, Winston's a free agent, but Taysom Hill's still on the oh, roster. Oh, Taysom Hill's still on the roster. Yeah, yeah. Winston's gone. So, yeah. 
I mean, and obviously Matt Ryan's still with the Falcons, so they have a quarterback too. But in terms of who they're who's getting thrown to, yeah, Atlanta has nothing right now. I hear that they're meeting with Jarvis Landry. That's he could be their quarterback. So I mean, he has a better arm than Baker. We know that. <laughs> so if if he goes to Atlanta and maybe they sign Jarvis Landry. That's you're going to really try to tell people that's better than Cleveland, Kyle Pitts and Jarvis Landry. Yes. No running game, no offensive line. Come on. I mean, again, he's from Atlanta. Maybe that's his his redemption story. He wants to go home, show everybody he's a new man. I, I have to but think. That, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't I, think they're making a Kurt I, Warner movie for you. Why did you watch that movie yet? No, fuck oh, okay. no. It's probably garbage. <laughs> so I have to I have to imagine that our front office is smart. We both said that we I think that our front office is doing the right things. They, they brought Amari Cooper in before he could be on the free agent market. They, they traded for him. They brought him in as a piece. They're, they're making cuts in the last today and yesterday alone. They cut all these, this, these people and brought some extra money. And I have to assume they have a plan in place, which I'm assuming they sold to Watson during their meeting. Hey, look, yeah. here's what we're planning on doing. We've done this already. We're doing this now. This is what our plan is to bring this in to support you. And this is what we're going to do to, to go forward with you. It's all, it's all strategically based. But let me ask you this question. What's plan B for the Browns? If uh, they don't get Watson, which is a chance, they don't get Watson, what do they do? Gun to my head, I mean, I think they have a plan B and a plan C. I think they have multiple plans, to, to be honest. Andrew Barry's no dummy. Right. So I think plan B is to find another quarterback, whether that's – I don't know their wish list, so don't quote me on any of these names. Jordan Love is obviously available. Oof. Again, don't quote me. Maybe they do their due diligence. They know a thing or two about quarterbacks. Jimmy G is obviously available. Uh, Tyler Henneke, available. Derek Carr probably could be made available if you make the right offer, if you're willing to do that. If you're willing to if you're willing to use all these draft picks to, to take Deshaun Watson, to get Deshaun Watson, are you willing to use these draft picks to trade up for maybe they love a quarterback? Maybe they love Malik Willis. You never know. So that would be, that would be my B. Plan C is just bring Baker back. You, you can't be mad that another, that they looked at another quarterback because that's just the NFL. Jimmy Garoppolo, they draft, they traded up and drafted his predecessor. Aaron Rodgers, they drafted Jordan Love, his predecessor. What's Aaron Rodgers done since they drafted Jordan Love? He's won back-to-back MVPs. I remember good quarterbacks, Adam. Sorry, not to cut you off. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no. We got just calling the fact that, that that Bach is a is a is an underdame quarterback. Yes, he's not great though. Oh, Ian Book? That's yeah, no, he, he sucks. That's why he's like a fourth-string quarterback right now. I, I watched him play that Monday night game against Miami, and it looked like he had never played quarterback before. So don't think there's much of a future there with him in New Orleans. So you don't think that the Browns have burnt that bridge completely with Baker? I mean, you know, he, his little sentimental letter he wrote out last night, I mean. He just he, he came off like an idiot. I actually have a note for that. We were going to talk about that. We'll get to it later. So. No, it was part of this part where I was going to say the apology for, uh, for or the, the letter from Baker. He came off like a fucking idiot. You have – the, the Falcons openly going after Deshaun Watson while Matt Ryan's still there. They told Matt Ryan that they were doing it, and he was like, okay, keep me posted. You have, again, as I was saying, the Niners traded up to take Trey Lance and told Jimmy G, you are not welcome here next year, basically. Right. What did Jimmy G do? Almost Nothing. took him to the Super Bowl. Right. I mean, a, a responsible adult. I didn't see any of those guys post on it. On, on they never did. None of them yeah. say a word. These guys just go out there and win games and they play football, and they keep their mouth shut. Because it's a business. And then you have a baby like Baker Mayfield who just made himself look bad, who the Browns can really go back and say, fuck you, play. You're on the last year of your contract. You just had a shitty year. Nobody wants you. You're not owed a dime from anybody. Right. So you're just going to play. 
That's it. And if you don't do well, then we'll just bench you for a yeah. backup. And, and if we'll, he refuses we'll to play or does something stupid, then they can just it's just going to hurt him for the rest of his career. Right. So he has to play well for his future. Right. So the Browns have him by the balls. And the Browns know what they're doing. I, I've been saying it for how long, that the Browns were ready to move on from Baker Mayfield. I think Baker Mayfield, he may not be a great quarterback, but he's not a moron. He had to have seen this coming himself, that they were going to look to upgrade. So it doesn't surprise well, me. Well, the at all. fact he didn't get extended was enough writing on the wall for a lot of people. Well, and the, the, the Browns were very open and that. told his people, "We're not even talking extension, right? Not even discussing it, right?" And I saw a couple comments. So Chipper, you said if if Denzel Ward's part of the deal, they're dumbasses. I disagree. I would trade Denzel Ward if that if that counts as a huge piece to that trade. I wouldn't like it. I like Denzel Ward, but you just drafted Greg Newsom, who's a great corner. Denzel Ward is about to get a huge contract, so financially speaking. It would make sense to trade Denzel Ward so the Houston Texans can pay him a huge contract. If the Texans were smart, they would ask for Greg Newsom because you have Greg Newsom for four more years on a rookie contract if you traded him right now. So it's really up to them. But did you see that rumor that trade that's going out, like the late one? It's like um, I think Ward, Hunt, um, and some other – and the, the picks or whatever too. Uh, I, I heard one earlier today that I, I'd have to imagine the Browns would laugh that off. It was three picks – Three first round picks, I think a second round and third round pick. Uh, Ward, JOK, and Kareem Hunt. I don't think there's any way in hell the Browns make that. I would make fucking that riot downtown. I just don't think they're, they're not going to give up basically three starters, all those draft picks for the quarterback. They wouldn't do that with the players. The picks, sure, give those picks up. Who gives a fuck? You'll get those back because assuming if you get Deshaun Watson, you're trading Baker, probably going to get a second or third round pick, if not a couple. Right. So you're recouping some picks back. So it's not that big of a loss when you think about the grand scheme of things and you're getting the $18 million off the books. Not a bad trade. I I, I guess I've just heard from more than one source, legitimate sources. That's like, that said Houston doesn't want players. They just want assets. Yeah. They're, they're in a total rebuild. That's why. And the funny thing is for Baker bros out there, if you're listening, the Houston Texans told the Browns, no, thank you on Baker. We're good with Davis Mills. So that shows you what the rest of the NFL thinks about Baker Mayfield. Davis Mills is a more sought after player for the Houston Texans than Baker Mayfield. The one trade, the one trade thing that was thrown out there, I believe that that made sense to me. And I don't know if I showed it to you. I think it might've was the uh, three picks to the Houston, which us with us sending Baker to Indy, Indy sending their pick down to. Yeah. It would be a three team deal. And for what it's worth, before I left my house today, I saw a tweet that said, because you can track Jimmy Haslam's plane. It's public. So when he has to I set up I love the flight, plane tracking that we get into in Cleveland. His, Gilbert, his plane is now going to Indianapolis. Interesting. Are you serious? Swear to God, that was a tweet that I saw right before I left. His plane is scheduled for a flight to Indianapolis, I believe, tomorrow. So that would be possibly the Browns. Tim, can we get a plane watch up on the screen, please? <laughs> yeah. Plane watch 2022. <laughs> so and tonight, that's, that's the room. <laughs> it can be done. If you ask, it can be done. Yeah, that's crazy. So do you think maybe Houston called Cleveland and said, hey, um, we're kind of leaning towards you, but how official is that trade to Indy? Or it could be a way for the Browns to to, to just get the, the asset and say, now. we'll give you, let's say hypothetically here, I'm just speaking out my ass. Houston says we three, three first round picks must. The Browns go, okay, we'll give you two. And the third one will be from Indianapolis. Right. So it's less from us. It's more from Indianapolis going to them. Right. So we still have a draft pick in the future. Can I? The, it could the, be something like the that. The flip side of the question is: Is what the fuck would Andy Indy want to give up a first round pick for for Baker Mayfield? They though? did it for Trent Richardson. So I mean, oh, Baker Mayfield. We might be able to get, the, the, the able to get two on. or three out of them realistically. <laughs> I just want to say your ass has a good vernacular. What's that? You said you're talking out your ass. So oh, you yeah, said your yeah, ass so has a good. My good ass vernacular. is. Uh, he actually got better grades than me. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Um, and then another thing, too, I wanted to mention, Bo said NFC is much easier. So for him going to the NFC, it is much easier. Is it, though? What because yeah. you who just won the Super Bowl the last two years in a row, NFC teams, the Rams are pretty loaded. They could possibly bring it back. You have the Niners who are loaded. Who knows what's going to happen with Trey Lance, but that's a really good team, really well coached. You also have Aaron Rodgers, who's probably not going anywhere for the time being, just signed a mega contract. You have Tom Brady, who just came back and last year could have won MVP at his age, probably yeah. not going anywhere. So you have a lot of really good quarterbacks, really good players that stand in your way. The AFC, don't get me wrong, is fucking loaded, especially after this week. Free agency. AFC is insane. It's crazy to me what happened with Russell Wilson joining. If you look around, we'll talk about them later. But the free agency, the free agents that have gone to the AFC so far, the Chargers are loading up a team. You have a really good AFC. So maybe Deshaun Watson wants to be a part of all that because, I mean, don't get me wrong. You can go to the South, but you have Tom Brady you have to fight through. Yeah. Easier said than done. I mean, the, the AFC North's not any easier. I mean, it's I mean, it's a little easier, I guess, but not as easy. Not much. I mean, honestly, right now, you, you assume – which we'll talk about all the free agents later, but obviously for those of you at home have probably already seen this. You have Mitch Trubisky, starting quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers, more than likely. I think he's going to win that battle pretty easily. Yeah, I would, I, I, would so. I would assume. So Mitch Trubisky is the arguably the worst quarterback in the AFC, in the AFC North, if Deshaun Watson comes here. Between Baker and Mitch Trubisky, it's debatable on who's the worst quarterback in the AFC North. But, I mean, you have Burrow and Lamar, and then you have – the Browns and the Steelers right underneath them a little bit of ways away, a ways away. But with Deshaun Watson, you skyrocket to the top best quarterback in the AFC. I, I to get back to Adam said though, is Tennessee playing at Indy for March madness? Cause Haslam's a Tennessee fan. I don't know. Is, I, is, are they oh, that's a good in, question. I actually have the bracket right in front of me. Is it in, is it an Indy? Oh, uh, actually doesn't say. Okay. So no, it says Tennessee is in the South conference, wherever they're playing. I'm not sure. But Tennessee is in the south. I don't know the exact location, but don't know. Anybody uh, out there want to Google? Yeah, if anybody wants to look that up for me, that would be fantastic. Uh, what Derek said, Derek said, you believe the AFC has really good. Yeah, the AFC is loaded quarterback talent. Yeah, AFC Young quarterback talent. Uh, absolutely. Young quarterback I mean, talent. look at the AFC West just since the trade with Russell Wilson. You have Justin Herbert. You have Patrick Mahomes, who's one of the best quarterbacks of all time. You have potentially Derek Carr if the Raiders keep him. And then now Russell Wilson just in the AFC That's West. That's a alone. loaded division. The North, again. Burrow, Lamar Jackson, Baker, Trubisky, as of right now, could turn into Watson. We'll wait and see. And then, I mean, just really, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of any of the East quarterbacks except for Josh Allen, personally. I don't believe in Tua. I don't believe in Mac Jones for, for the future, and I really don't believe in Zach Wilson. So we'll see what happens there. And then the South is potentially all rebuilds uh, at the current moment. He's so. using his fi- uh, pilot flying J rewards. <laughs> He, uh, he doesn't actually give rewards out, Chipper. I think we know that. That was a scam. That was what we made the money off of. And he had nothing to do with it. Allegedly. Innocent until proven guilty. Um, on a brighter note, though, the Browns did make a ton of moves in the last week. On Saturday, middle of the day, they announced officially. Well, it wasn't official because tampering and all that bullshit. Okay, because that's a real thing. <laughs> Welcome to Cleveland. Amari Cooper, ladies and gentlemen, the Cleveland Browns did it. Look at that edit. Looks like it's fucking real. Looks you, perfect. You did this yourself? No, no, I found it on the internet. I don't do anything myself. Is this with Microsoft Paint? Because it looks perfect. No, that's great, though. I'm, I'm excited he's here. I mean, what a hell of a route runner. I mean, a great route runner. The one thing that, that alarms me, and I, I've had some debates with people about this, is a lot of people say, finally a legit number one wide receiver. I don't think he is, though. I don't think so either. He's a glorified number two. He's a poor man's number one. 
because you think about it, I mean, his his most touchdowns in his career in a season is eight. Mm-hmm. That's good number two numbers. Sounds like we had that same thing last year with somebody. We had nobody near eight last year. No, so. a poor man's – no, a, a, a kind of poor man's number one, strong number two. Oh, with Landry? Yes. Yeah, but, I mean, Landry also has been playing injured, so I'm not holding that against him. Um, yeah, he's wearing number two. This That's, is just – again, this is just an, a, an edit. <laughs> I, I sent this picture in yesterday before they officially announced it. Watson the Cooper has a nice ring, too. Yes. Damn right it does. A ring. Speaking of so. rings, yeah, it could end that way. It should. <laughs> but, no, he is a great route runner. He's sure-handed. Um I think he could fit this offense perfectly, a lot better than Jarvis Landry. I mean, Jarvis Landry was great. No ill will. I love the guy. His culture that he brought here, he, he single-handedly helped turn the team around. Can't thank him enough. Yeah. There's a lot of fans that are bashing him as he goes out the door, and I, I don't respect that at all. What's the chances we are still – are we still in play for Robinson? Like, I haven't heard – that died down I mean, quickly yesterday. He's kind of testing the market, it seems like. He's he's so doing we, his work. Who's your number I one? That. If you bring him in, who's your number one? Oh, Allen Robinson would technically be the number yeah. one. I think so. He's younger. He's 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 more athletic at this sta- stage of his career. I don't know. Actually, the age. Amari Cooper. It seems like he's been in the NFL for ten years. It does seem like, but he's, he's been like around he's for only twenty seven. He's actually relatively young. And he's. I think. How, I think Allen Robinson's a little taller too. He's he's got that receiver build on him, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Allen Robinson's a really good wide receiver. I mean, yeah. for those of you that don't know, he was drafted to Jacksonville, went to Chicago as a free agent a couple of years yeah. ago, and he's now a free agent again. And could you imagine Watson, Robinson, Cooper? That would be great. I mean, load it up. You can't have too many weapons, especially if you're going to go after a quarterback like this. And I think the Browns are they're doing their homework. Don't get me wrong. I think they're they're ran, they're planning to win now. And, and and that goes to show you with what they're doing with with Deshaun Watson. They, and they don't care who's who's hurt by it, Baker. You fucking pansy. <laughs> I'm still mad about that. Um those are the Cooper I love. The the rest of their signings weren't like splash names, but they were they made sense. To a point. Yeah, I mean, they, they fit things that people complain about. I mean, you you sign Taven Bryan, who is a former first-round pick from Jacksonville. Yep, tackle, not yeah. very good against the run. He's a defensive tackle. Not very good against the run, but his pass pressure percent percentage was one of the tops in the NFL. The Browns look for things like that. Analytics. They're very analytically yeah. driven. So he's a good fit. Do I expect him to be a day-one starter? Probably not. I think he's more of a situational guy, but they only gave him a one-year deal. Prove it contract. Andrew Barry loves doing that. No harm, no foul. Then they gave a nice contract to Jakeem Grant, the kick returner slash punt pro, returner pro slash wide receiver. A little bit of a jack of all trades. Something that the Cleveland Browns have not had for a while. A good return game. Josh Cribbs was last. It's honestly the last guy we've yeah. had since it's, it's been a threat. Since then, I don't even think we've scored a return touchdown, to my knowledge. I can't remember. It's it's. I mean, I, that one kind of made me scratch my head a little bit. Then I started looking into him. I he's a great I, player. I didn't know much about him. No, he's a great player. Yeah, that was. I knew the name, but I didn't know the statistics. He was. Of what he did, ironically but, enough, we were just talking about Allen Robinson. He was. With Miami, or I'm sorry, he was with Chicago, Jakeem Grant, and traded to Miami. So he just became a free agent, and welcome to Cleveland. Yeah, what, three-year deal, right? $15 million, I think? Yep. Three? Yeah, nice. That's good. Again, special teams is a huge hole that the Browns had, and they're they're working on filling it. One thing, I mean, I was going to talk about it later, but we can talk about it now. Young Hoku, the kicker from the Falcons, I really, really, really wanted the Browns to go after him. They resigned him, yeah. But he ended up staying in Atlanta. So, unfortunately, our kicking well, problems have not been solved. Tr- I mean, we uh, – the, they. What uh, up, Dave? What's up, Dave? Live from the Cavs game. They uh, – they, the, Oh, it just let out, actually. I think the Cavs – That Cowboys did not um, <laughs> keep Zerline. He's available. I'd give Zerline a, a – bring him in. I would. I mean – that's that's kind of the guy that I, I'm not I'm not racing to call and to sign. I I, I sure. look at other options personally. I mean, Zerline's missed plenty of. He's a he's better than we kicks. have or had or whatever. You know. Yeah. Yes. And no. I mean, I think we could draft somebody. 
You got Dicker the Kicker out of Texas coming out. That's literally his last name is Dicker. I want did, him so bad. What did Dave say? Car bombs for Watson. If we get Watson tomorrow while we're out drinking, yes, there's going to be a lot of, of whatever. So, Absolutely. That's celebratory. Very worthy. Uh, yeah. And then so we, I want to talk about some of the releases that the yeah. Browns made today. Well, a second trade before I get to that. So the Browns, of course, traded Mac Wilson for Chase Winovich from the New England Patriots, a little linebacker for linebacker action. They were in the same draft class. Uh, Chase had a really good rookie and sophomore season. And then year three, because of a lot of veterans that got brought into New England, he kind of faded to the back. And then Mac, Mac Wilson, same thing. Mac Wilson had a pretty decent rookie year for a fifth round pick linebacker, whatever round he was. I feel like he never got like He wasn't going. consistent. He would get he would get some little minor injuries here and there. He just wasn't a consistent tackler. He would make a big play, and then for every good play that he made, he'd make five dumb plays. So it was a good trade. I like it. I mean, I do. I still think we need a lot of I linebacker. His, I help. watched Chase's highlight reel today. Yeah, he's he just runs at you and hits you. I mean, no, he's he's a great player. Yeah. He he's a just go get him kind of the player. Luscious High motor got me all motivated too. Nice the blonde, blonde hair. hair. And yeah, Johnny Hacker, the Rams punter, is getting released. I think it's official now. They announced that yesterday. <coughs> um, so yeah, so we were, we traded, we made that trade. So Chase is going to put his fingers back in the dirt. He's probably going to line up a defensive end. He's listed as an outside linebacker, but I think in our defense, he's going to be on the end. Yeah. So we'll see what happens there. And then, I mean, the trade for Cooper, we didn't talk about the the specifics, but it was a fifth round pick and swap six. I feel like we stole. So it was a steal. I mean, it was, a, it was basically, we traded for a fifth, a fifth round pick. So nothing at all. What do we got? Let me ask you guys. You could bring the midget that we're six back to the team that plays in first energy. Can you, can yeah, yeah, Dave. We talked bring? about that a little yeah. earlier. So yeah, absolutely. I think Baker can be brought back because he has no choice. What are they? What's he going to do? Pout? He can't demand a trade. The Browns hold all He's the bargaining pouting. chips. That's that's not a question. Realistically, the Browns own him for three more years. They can do whatever they want with him. And uh, the Steelers made some okay moves. I mean, I don't know if you saw they signed Miles Jack today. I was actually a little upset about that. I thought I am too. You, you to line up Miles Jack with with Brian Flores there with the defense. But, however, I'm assuming it's just going to happen the way it is that Mitch Trubisky is not going to live up to the expectations, and the the Steelers aren't really a threat to anybody. <laughs> but I, I would have loved Miles Jack Jack on the Browns. That would have been great signing. I think you bring him in and prove a deal too, and see what he does. Yeah. Yes and no. He's I got mean, the talent. I mean, at least I think he signed a pretty good contract with the Steelers. Oh yeah, I wouldn't mistaken, sign so. him for the contract. He signed for. He's had two years, like fifteen million or whatever. I think with them or something. I like forgot that. the exacts, but it was it was more that I'm sure that the Browns were willing. But to I give would up. have been like, say, one year prove yeah, a deal. I'm sure the Browns were going to offer that, but yeah. he wanted a little more, a little more money, a little more um, stability mm -hmm. with a longer contract. So unfortunately, though, we did have to say goodbye to some players this week for the Cleveland Browns. Should we play the music? The they play at the Oscars for people who died. No, <laughs> nah, fuck them. <laughs> So we did have to cut. We did end up releasing Jarvis Landry, cap casualty, just part of the business. Uh, same thing can be said for J.C. Treader. Great veteran, gave his all, always hurt. Clearly on the back nine of his career, though. Yeah. So it had to be done. They drafted Nick Harris a couple of years ago specifically to be our future center. He is going into year three. It is time for him to be Put our future center. Yeah. yeah. So that, that happened. And then, of course, it, somebody said it earlier, Austin Hooper did get released. Technically, it's a June 1st cut, so the money we're going to get from it means nothing, but it can be used for the draft class. Yes. So it'll be used in the, down the future, uh, saving some good money. People we did not resign, obviously, Higgins. He's Higgins is now a Carolina, Carolina Panther. He officially left. Uh, um, Harrison's gone. Um, I don't know well, that they have not yet officially, but he's not. they're not going to resign. Yeah, him. no, no, he's more than likely. I mean, 
there's a there's a bunch of guys out there that I don't think they've signed anywhere else that I don't think the Browns are going to go after right. or anything like that. Clowney is one that I'm still interested. I would love to bring him back in a good deal. Do you think the Browns are, are trying to throw at him right now to bring him back? I mean, I think the Browns. Deal I don't think something? they've closed the door on it, but I think the Browns did make him an offer, and they basically said, "Here's your offer. Take it or leave it. If you want to go elsewhere, go ahead, but it might not be waiting for you when you come back." Right. And that's it, unfortunately it could be the situation like we had with Mitchell Schwartz, where Mitchell Schwartz was offered a contract from. This was back with Sashi Brown. I loved Mitchell Schwartz. So I, I know <laughs> the story like the back of my hand. Yes. It still rubs me the wrong way. Uh, Mitchell Schwartz was offered a pretty good deal from the Browns. He said, I want to test free agency, see what's out there. And he came back to the Browns and said, I'll sign that deal. And Andrew Barry said, we've moved on. Or I'm sorry, Sashi Brown said, we've moved on. So then Mitchell Schwartz went and signed with the Chiefs. I feel like he won, won a Super Bowl. Deal, though, yeah. He <laughs> went to went to the Pro Bowl and was rated as one of the best right tackles in football. So, you know, what do I know? But yeah, Sashi Brown closed the door on him. Yes, I guess. And so. unfortunately, Sashi Brown and Andrew Barry worked hand in hand. So I'm, I don't know. Maybe Andrew Barry does the same thing. Mm. I don't know how his tactics are, but we'll see. Side note: I'm I'm burping up <coughs> eggs right now. I'm starting to feel the. Well, luckily they weren't seasoned and they weren't cooked, so they shouldn't true. taste too bad. That's true. Um. So yeah, we had to get rid of a couple guys, as we said earlier. We brought back Anthony Walker. We brought in Taven Bryan, and we brought in Jakeem Grant. So those are some of the the free agency moves from the Cleveland Browns. Obviously, the Deshaun Watson news is the the biggest news of everything for I feel Cleveland. Like everything fans. is waiting for that. Like the pieces are not going to fall. And for me, it almost shows you that how thin skinned we all knew Baker Mayfield's thin skinned. Yeah. We know that, but it's funny that he shows that to the world just at the thought of them talking to another quarterback. I can't believe his PR guy said, "Yep, go ahead, hit send." You're good. I, I have to imagine at this point he doesn't have a PR guy because he's such a fucking idiot. Two months ago. He goes, I'm going off the grid. No more social media. And then he comes out this long fucking thing that literally it was just it was it was like to it was like a politician pleading at something after they actually sent on a dick pic. It was so such bullshit. He's trying to get the fans on his side. He's trying to make everybody fight against each other. What a piece of shit for putting that out, in my opinion. That is definitely trying to change the narrative, trying to get out ahead of ahead of the issue right now because he, he hasn't mentioned the team or teammates in in since his surgery or anything like that he makes sure to put out this post about did, how he, he's, did he welcome he's a hard worker no hasn't oh, said a word no, what a fucking it's dick. it's i'm a hard worker like cleveland thank you for everything these these last this four PR years have been great emily absolutely 100% is and emily <laughs> needs to fucking stay off social media as well he really can't baker mayfield can't stay out of his own way he he has to be the center of attention. I think he just had his feelings hurt that there was the talk of Deshaun. Yeah. So he had to go, look at me. All the eyes were pointed in Houston. And yeah. he's like, I need someone to pay attention to me real yeah. quick. Meanwhile, again, as I mentioned earlier, Jimmy G knew he was getting let go from or getting traded from San Francisco after the season. Yeah. Never said a word. Never said a bad fucking thing about the team. Matt Ryan knows they're looking for another quarterback. <clears throat> Hasn't said a word to my knowledge in the last 24 hours since that news came out. He's too old to have social media probably. Yeah. Tyler Henneke, they trade for Carson Wentz in Washington. Yeah. Haven't heard a word from Tyler Henneke that he's, right. he's been replaced. Right. Mitch Trubisky gets signed by the Steelers. I haven't seen Dwayne Haskins or Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph, I don't think, can talk, though, after the helmet incident. I think that knocked a couple screws loose. But the other guys, you haven't heard a word from anybody. Because they Baker all understand it's to be a the center of attention. They understand it's a business. It's not personal. It's business. Right. Which, to me, again, only gives leverage to the Browns. Because they can go back at Baker and be like, listen – you just look like a fucking idiot by making that post. Yeah. Nobody wants you. The Houston Texans would take Davis Mills over you. So you're going to play for us. Do you not think that your boss, my boss, if they came to you and said, look, we found someone who has a better production value than you do. We're hiring him. Unfortunately, yeah. we have no use for you right now. That's not personal. 
it's just you, business. You're a likable guy. They could be like, no, you, we need right. more production out of your position. At the end of the day, it's dollars and cents, and it's what's what's best for business. And a new quarterback is better for business. He's acting like the insecure boyfriend whose girl can't even look. <laughs> yeah, no, Adam, I agree. That's absolutely accurate. That's 100% right. So it's unfortunate that we have. I thought we were done with diva quarterbacks. We got rid of Manzel, and now Manzel wasn't even a diva. He was just a party animal. He's drunk, you're right. He wasn't sorry. even a diva. I don't remember him ever being pissed about anything. He just said, "Fuck it, I'm gonna go get drunk," <laughs> which I respect that. Honestly, I'm sure he's gonna have himself a hell of a St. Patrick's Day. All right. So as I said, there have been so many movements in the NFL in the last 24 hours. I've got a list of them. Kyle's done his notes. We're gonna talk about those here. So let's get started. As we said earlier, the AFC loaded. They're we obviously had the Russell Wilson right trade yeah. last week, so the AFC West just got a little more competitive. Another team to potentially be in the way of the Cleveland Browns. Now, for me, I look at this Deshaun Watson situation. If we don't come away with Deshaun Watson, I'm I'm going to be really, really, really let down. Not let down. I mean, I, sure, I'll be let down, but I will be – really down on the Browns overall. And when I look around the rest of the AFC, I just now go, fuck, we're like the eighth best team at best. At best, yeah. At so, best. like, it really makes my thoughts of even even remotely coming close to a championship really decimate if we don't come away with Deshaun Watson. It's yet. like the migration of talent has shifted. It 100% has because you already had, and I've said this before on the show, you have to go through Patrick Mahomes. You have to go through Josh Allen. These great quarterbacks are young. They're not going anywhere. I don't think he's that good. Lamar Jackson, yes, he's in the AFC North. But they're coming back healthy next year, possibly. Coming that, back healthy. That, they, team. We'll talk about them in a minute. They're making some big moves on defense. They're bolstering up that defense. You have Joe Burrow going into year three. Yeah. You have these young quarterbacks that aren't hey. going anywhere. Justin Herbert. You have, um, I think Derek Carr is a damn good quarterback. So you have him. You have now Russell Wilson. So you have all these AFC teams that are just going to be standing in your way for a championship. We need Deshaun Watson. Mm -hmm. If we don't get Deshaun Watson, unfortunately – I am going into this season for the Browns with the lowest of expectations. I am not going to be happy. I am not going to be overly excited or, or picking the Browns to win like I normally would. I'm going to go in realistic, and I'm going to realize that we probably don't have a good chance at winning anything. Yeah, no, I'm same here. I think we're just mediocre at best next year. Even if you know we, we get Baker with Ron Baker, it's 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 unfortunate because not only that, but you're talking about migration of talent. I mean, what's the one thing that the Bengals were missing last year? An offensive line. What yep. have they done so far? Signed offensive line talent, you know, and that's the thing. They're just bolstering a team that already went to the Super Bowl, and that's another yeah, division. Mean, they lost C.J. Uzama, which was a huge part of their sure. success on offense, but, again, they have so many weapons. Um, is Joe Burrow who the Browns thought Baker would be when they drafted him? No fucking way. No, no, no. <laughs> no, sorry. Uh, Adam, to answer your question, Joe Burrow was the no-question number one pick. Nobody even doubted it. Baker Mayfield was – an hour before the draft, you go, oh, shit, the Browns are taking Baker Mayfield. So when there's a, a general consensus like there is with Joe Burrow, that's a guy like, you know, Andrew Luck, Joe Burrow, guys like that that you just know for sure. They're the number one pick. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Trevor Lawrence last year, maybe he doesn't live up to the hype, but at the time of the draft, you knew Trevor Lawrence was going number one. Yeah. Whereas when the Browns are the number one pick in 2018, honestly, until a half hour before the draft started, I had no idea who the fuck they were going to take. There was no clear-cut number one. Either, honestly. I think Dorsey was confused. He flipped a coin before he uh, called Baker, I think. Yeah, honestly, it's possible. But then again, because I don't think we would have taken Josh Allen or done anything with him, there's really no winning in that draft. Yeah, It, it was probably between Baker or, or Sam Darnold. And you're, I think we got the better end of that deal personally. 
I would hope so. <laughs> so not only are quarterbacks in the move, though, but a lot of defensive players. And you have a team, as we were talking about earlier, Justin Herbert with the Chargers. They're not fucking around either. They have gone out and they have traded for Khalil Mack to play opposite of Joey Bosa on that defensive line to help them out a little bit, which is a problem that they had. The Chargers defense was not great. Very and that's what held them back. Game. Their secondary, also not great. Who did they sign? J.C. Jackson, one of the best corners Who's in that? free agency. Just a, just a really good cornerback. Really right? good expatriate yeah. who is one of the top interception uh, leaders, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, what do we have? Is it Brown for? It's the Browns front office. Nobody knows what they're thinking. Yeah, John Dorsey, I think, made a lot of questionable decisions, and that's why he's no longer here. He drafted Patrick Mahomes, though. Yeah, he did, and then he got canned for it, basically. So it's unfortunate. He has he has a brain he is. Probably doesn't. I think that had a little more to do with Andy Reid, for being <laughs> honest. Um, but to the Chargers, though, the Chargers. You look at the Chargers on paper, and wow, I mean, they. I mean, they they didn't lose many people off their team. And they bring in this the defense. Their offense, we know, can move the ball. We know their offense can score. Absolutely. Um, I mean, they, they kept Mike Williams. We talked about that last week. Yeah, they they signed him to a big contract. So offensively, they're kind of sticking with the status quo, which is a smart move. They're, they're building they the way the Browns built. Last year, yeah. So the way the Browns built was in 2020, the Browns put all their money into offense. Then we had a playoff year. We played great. Then the Browns put all their money into defense. Yep. And didn't pan out in 2021. But that's kind of what the Chargers are doing. So the Chargers just missed the playoffs. By a fucking a, a nose hair, as you all saw against the Raiders in that overtime yep. game. And then they're now building up that defense. And I think Khalil Mack and Posa is it's scary. Yeah, I mean, how are you gonna run on that? I mean I mean, how are you gonna pass on that? Pass, really yeah, well, I mean, thing. pass run, you can't you, you have to block. I mean, it's gonna be it's you know what would be really helpful if you had a mobile quarterback. It'd be crazy if that would that probably help us out a little bit, right? It might. And Get a guy, a guy that can, can move around a guy a can bit. see over the line too if somebody's or running at him. Having a great defense, a great offensive line can yeah. kind of combat a great defensive line. I, I honestly think char- to me, in my opinion, Chargers so far have made the most impactful moves in the offseason so far. I would agree with that. I, I think that the, the team that's coming out is. Would you say they're the favorite in their own division, or do you think they're right there? No, with the, the no. Chiefs? I just, as long as you have Patrick Mahomes, yeah. I think, and it, they they haven't lost anything on offense. So that's the biggest thing. Yeah. You defensively, they lost Tyron Matthew, but they're replacing him with Justin Reed. They yeah, just signed a, him from Houston. Pretty good signing. Too. So they went a little younger for safety. Uh, offensively, though, you still have Tyree Kill. You still have Travis Kelsey. I mean, J.C. Jackson can only cover one guy. Right. And they're, they're bringing back Orlando Brown Jr. So their offensive line is still going to be pretty good. So as of right now, I would still pick the Chiefs as my favorite in the West. So either way, that's still another playoff spot that's going to be taken by another team. Potentially, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Or it could be a team you're going to have to battle with till the till the end. If you don't win your division, you're going to have to battle for wild card positioning. Yeah. So it's going to be tough. Um, another team though that I think had a really really good uh, free agency so far. It's early, but the Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills have added I think Roger Saffold on the offensive line. They've mm-hmm. added some good offensive linemen. They've added um, Von Miller, huge signing. I don't like the contract. <laughs> it was a great signing to have him for this year, but why the fuck would you give him six years? It doesn't make sense to me. I think Von Miller, I'd have to look it up. I don't have it on the top of my head, but uh, is like 30-something. He's got to be in his 30s. I think he's still 34 going on 35, if I'm not mistaken. It's very possible, but he is not getting any younger, and he just signed a six-year contract. He's 32 right now. Okay. He'll, be, he'll be 33 next week. The twenty sixth. So, still, though, that's a lot of money and years to throw on it. He's not going to make it into that contract, but still, that's, that's no. I mean, I'm sure they front loaded it because they're prepared to let yeah. him go. But, but I mean, that's crazy. Kudos to the Bills, though. They're not fucking around. They realize they they have a couple missing pieces. They want to win a championship. They brought in some. Re- they resigned some of the receiving core. 
Yep. Um, brought in, yeah, the, the offensive line. They signed OJ Howard, the tight end today. Yeah, that was a good sign so too. The second OJ in Buffalo. Let's hope his life <laughs> ends out a little better. He doesn't drive a white Bronco. He's okay. Not yet, at least. Now that he got that paycheck, you never know what he's going to be buying. Uh, but they 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 add another cornerback and another person to the line too. I mean, yeah, I mean they're they're building around Josh Allen. They have a team they know they can compete. They're just adding the pieces that they were kind of missing last year. And you're right. I think Buffalo again is going to be another contender going into this year. Now sticking in the AFC North here, as we talked about earlier, the Steelers of course signed Mitch Trubisky to be their starting quarterback. And then they just signed Miles Jack a couple hours ago, right before I got here. So the Steelers are making some moves. I mean, defensively, they should be stout again. They're making some really good moves. But, I mean, I'll be realistic. I, I We talked about this. We do our quarterback breakdowns in this and that. So Mitch Trubisky was a guy that we talked about a long time ago. He was one of the first guys I think Kyle and I talked about. Mitch Trubisky's a good quarterback. Is he a championship-level quarterback? That's to be determined, and I don't think so. He was part of our... Every week we would do a tier. We would do a top tier quarterback and we do a lower tier quarterback. Mitch Trubisky is, of course, a lower tier quarterback. Number two overall pick in, in, in Chicago. He's a good plug-in guy. He's a really good gap player. Yeah. He did not do anything great in Chicago. He helped win games, didn't turn the ball over, didn't. That's all they needed out of him. Then he goes to Buffalo. He's, of course, a backup. For me, that's kind of telling when a guy's the number two overall pick and in his fifth year as a professional, the Bill, the Bears said, We're not picking up your option. We're letting you go. So he was a free agent. Couldn't sign anywhere to be a starter. Meanwhile, a guy like Sam Darnold gets gets traded to, to Carolina. Look around the rest of the NFL where you have some really bad quarterbacks that are starting. You have Tyler Henneke, the starting quarterback for the Washington Redskins last year, or Washington football team. Right. You have Mitch Trubisky sitting there as a backup. Of course, it's up to him. He's a free agent. Maybe these teams did offer him a contract and he turned it down because he wanted to learn. But for me, until I hear that, it just goes, nobody wanted this guy to be their starter. Is it a foregone conclusion that he's going to win the starting job in Pittsburgh? I mean, do you, I mean, I hate you. I don't think he's going to lose to either of those two. You don't think Mason has a chance, huh? Mason couldn't beat the Detroit Lions. <laughs> so I don't think Mitch Trubisky really struggles against, against him. And Dwayne Haskins, so this is just the- I wish, I wish him all the best because he's an ex Ohio state player, but in the NFL, he has been terrible. He can't seem to keep his head on straight. I don't think he's a legitimate quarterback at all so the Steelers are just basically saying look he's going to hold us over for 2022 and then we're going to look towards 2023 yeah. as trade or draft because I would assume the draft class for realistically year, though with this Mitch Trubisky trade I forgot the years of it if anybody has that I think it was a two-year contract if I'm not mistaken maybe three maybe I think it's two <clears throat> but the way I look at this contract is as we said he's a bridge quarterback so I don't think drafting a quarterback is off the table for the Steelers yeah that's a two-year contract so Two-year deal. Uh, honestly, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they still try to draft Malik Willis or whoever. Maybe they do love Kenny Pickett, the hometown kid. To bring somebody in and kind of learn. And that, then Mitch yeah. Trubisky's your starter this year. You cut Dwayne Haskins, who they just tendered, or you even cut uh, uh, Mason Rudolph. Who knows? Because you're not going to keep four quarterbacks. So, yeah, maybe you you still draft quarterback. I think that's very much on the table for Pittsburgh, and we'll get into that in a couple of weeks when Kyle and I do our mock draft. We'll see if we have the Steelers taking a quarterback. You never know. And, yeah, Steeler fans were so excited for the signing, which – I find it funny because it makes me feel like the roles have been reversed a little bit because of the Browns signed Mitch Trubisky, yeah. you know, five years ago when we were back in the basement, we would go, Oh fuck. Yeah. We're winning a Super Bowl Super hometown. Bowl, Super Browns. This guy's coming to Cleveland. We're going to be great. But we know how that story ends for the most part, but you never know in Pittsburgh, they seem to always get lucky. It's like that meme you see um, with uh, what's his face hanging from the guillotine. like first time. Yeah. That's pretty much how <laughs> we're looking at it for the Steelers. Like this literally is one of their first times of being in, in quarterback purgatory. 
and I couldn't be happier. Couldn't come, happen come to a nicer talk to team. Us Browns fans. We could kindly walk you through these steps here. Sticking in the AFC North, we have the Baltimore Ravens, who a couple of good signings that I'm not happy about as a Browns fan. Which, this is another reason why we need Deshaun Watson here, because that defense just got a lot better. So the Ravens actually drafted Zadarius Smith many, many moons ago, and then he went to Green Bay. Now he's a free agent because the Green Bay Packers released him. And he goes right, right back to Baltimore. So very good linebacker, goes back to Baltimore. He is older. He's getting a little older, but he he kind of found his, his fit in the NFL in Green Bay. So he's playing the best football of his life. So now he goes to, to Baltimore, of course. Then they signed Marcus Williams, the safety from New Orleans. Big contract for them. That's that's huge for their secondary because their secondary was garbage last year. Yeah. Um, I mean, they had a shitload of injuries, but overall they, they are just a very, very, very bad secondary. So that's a huge get for them. You're going to assume you have Marlon Humphreys coming back healthy next year. I think they still have Marcus Peters, if I'm not mistaken, coming back healthy. Yep. So they have the, they have a chance to have a really, really good defense next year. It's and like that every sucks. year they always have a great defense. Yeah, yeah. the offense just can never yeah, figure it out. Like we, always have, we can't score in them. Right. But our defense is never that great to even slow them down. So it's like we're stuck in that shitty purgatory there, too. One funny story, though, before we go to break here. Randy Gregory, another signing oh, for the AFC, goes to Denver. However, that's hilarious. This guy was a draft pick by Dallas and a complete fuck up. He's been in trouble with the law, suspensions, this and that, everything you can think of. Dallas stuck by this guy. They offer him a big contract to stay. He agrees. Apparently, at the last minute, doesn't like some of the fine print. Backs out of the contract. Next thing you know, he's signing with Denver. He's legally allowed to do that, though. Hundred percent. Right? It's just funny that it was it was already leaked, and it was like, what a great story. The Dallas Cowboys stuck with Randy Gregory. He's not going anywhere. And then ten minutes later, I see a text that goes, "Scratch that, Randy Gregory now signing with the Denver Broncos." And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> so I think that's kind of funny that a guy would do that. I mean, more power to him. Fuck the Cowboys. I'm happy about it. My buddy, that's a Cowboys fan. He was busy as shit yesterday. So when that news broke, he still thought they had Randy Gregory at the end of the day. Oh. So we texted about it earlier, and we're like, Gregory, staying with the Cowboys. Okay, move on. And then eight hours later, he's like, all right, so we got Gregory. I hear they're in on Von Miller. I'm okay with that. And I'm like, you didn't get Gregory, dude. You might want to check those notes. So then he oh, looked, and no. he's like, what the fuck? I didn't see that. So I feel bad for him, but that is a funny story. Oh, poor guy. All right, we are going to take a quick break here. We're going to do some ads, but we're going to take a little break here. And then we're going to come back, and we're going to talk a little more free agency, and we're going to talk about the future. And Maybe do a little guessing on who we think's going where. And we'll get right back to you. Stick with us. All right. First and foremost, ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank Growing Wings Adult Services, the official sponsor of the State of the Art Studio number two. Growing Wings Adult Service has five years of experience taking care of adults with disabilities. For more information, give a call and give a shout out to Lisa at 234-334. 7547. We wouldn't be here without them. So thank you to them. Absolutely. Now, I wish I would have known about this back in December. I was in December. I went to Chicago. While in Chicago, um, my patio furniture blew off the back of my patio and put a hole through my window. Had I known that, you know, had I known about Wiggins Construction and Home Improvement, I would have given them a call. They probably could have helped me out in a time of need that I needed it. Uh, but they do bathrooms, kitchens, windows, doors, siding, and much more, which happens to be all the things that broke in my house. Um, give Will a call today at 440-731-7654. Tell them that Redline Radio sent you and he'll take care of you. Now, if you're at Brown Stadium, you might have some tickets in the end zone. You might be sitting in the dog pound. But if you're not in the dog pound, you can go ahead and go to call Doghouse Productions. Your vision is our production. Call Daryl, 
one three eight seven. So I actually I've been looking to uh, get my house clean recently. I uh, I called a lot of places the other day, and I I did not call these guys till it was too late. But Crystal's Clean Cleaning Services. Um, you know, you're not clean unless you're crystal clean. Give Crystal a call today at 440-506-1355 uh, to schedule your appointment today. I needed someone to come over and clean my house for a party for next week. I wish I would have known this before I called the other people. Uh, Mention Redline Radio, you get 10% off your cleaning. Speaking of cleaning, the official sponsor of our phone line here, the hotline, Fitz Trash Bin Cleaning, LLC. Trash Bin Cleaning and Pressure Washing. Fitz Trash Bin Cleaning is locally owned, eco-friendly, trash bin cleaning service in Northwest Ohio. Serving North Ridgeville and surrounding areas, you can reach Fitz Trash Bin Cleaning LLC at 440-752-1533 or at ftbcusa.com, brandon at ftbcusa.com or facebook.com slash ftbcu, I'm sorry, ftbcusa. Mention Redline Radio when you book a service and receive 10% off the first service. That's Fish Fitz Trash Bin Cleaning LLC. You sound better this week, by the way. Yeah, barely. <laughs> um, I've never cleaned my trash bins though, but I, I really do need to get them clean. They look disgusting. Um, but honestly, hey, we go out. I'm going out tomorrow. I'm going out to have you know a couple of drinks uh, for St. Patrick's Day. I'm not sure they'll be out tomorrow, but they do love to go out and then throw some good music out there. Bad Juju. They are the official band of Redline Radio. Um, I've seen them posted on Facebook by Dave multiple times. They seem like they put out pretty good music. So check them out. You want to book them for a party that you're having coming up, give Dan a call today at 440-225-0511. Speaking of Redline Radio, of course, they have shows every day of the week. Check them out. We're not the only people on here. You can listen Monday through Sunday. And you want to listen on a Tuesday? You got Tim Buck Tuesday, our very own Tim. Tim Buck. Yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, they let us in today. Normally, they were on opposite weeks, but because of our special episode. Um, so we had a little intro today from Continuing to Serve. They were from the Growing Wings Adult Serve Studios, Studio Number 2. They're on from 7 to 9 every Wednesday, every other Wednesday, sorry. And then you can listen to Money's Crazy Mind, Friday nights, 8 to 10. 4th and 15 is a new sports show that I've been checking out every week. Yeah. They're from 2 to 4 on Saturday afternoon with Mel and Smooth. And then, obviously, Steel City Renegades, the bread and butter of the station. The reason we're here today, we wouldn't be here if it weren't for our guest appearance on their show. So give them a listen. All of these shows and more. Piston Power Show, Friday, uh, April 1st through Sunday, April 3rd. All these shows are going to have something going on that weekend. Uh, we're going 10 a.m. Saturday morning, Friday night. You've got uh, Money's Crazy Mind. You've got Let's Talk Asphalt going on right after talking about balls. Anything you want to you talk about? Tim, Saturday night. Tim will be there all weekend, though. If you want to meet Tim, this is your chance. Go to the Piston Power Show. I'll be there in my belly will too. What's your, what are you you, going to talk about that night? Uh, So I'm actually going to have on the midnight uh, podcast. uh, That is a comedian, big uh, cool C and Justin Fuller. And uh, we're going to talk about the Piston Power show. Also talk about some, you know, some comedy and stuff like that. So it's going to be a good time. That's badass. You're, You're closing it down that night. That's great. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and last but not least, of course, obviously, you hear us reading these advertisements up here. Um, we, we, we love and we, we appreciate the sponsorship from all the, of, of the people who you know, help us produce this, help us get this show going. But if you're interested in getting your name out there, if you want the beautiful voice of Justin to announce your company, uh, please give Dave a call today at 440-503-0828. Uh, and we'll get you going. We'll get you on the show. We'll, we'll get some business boosted your way. 
One last ad really quick, because I don't know if it's happened yet. I know I joked about it a couple weeks ago, but I want to make this a thing. One of one sports card member and sports cards and memorabilia. Walk in, tell them JG sent you. Again, I still have never been in there. I've never met them. They have no idea who I am, but just go in there and say, JG sent me. I want that to be a thing. I want it to be a reoccurring thing, and I want them to be very confused every time you say it. You want them to call up here and ask, who the hell is JG? Yeah, you're going to get nothing out of it, mind you. By saying JG sent me, you're not going to get any 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 discounts, nothing. But just go in and say, JG sent me. They're located at 13221 Prospect Road in Strongsville. Call them today, 440-638-4044 for all of your sports cards and memorabilia needs. And again, tell them JG sent you. I feel like we keep talking about it. We're going to have to do like a remote show from from their place. I would love to, but I want to get this whole JG sent me thing going first before I go in there. <laughs> I'd be down for that remote. Hell yeah. Wouldn't that be sick? I think that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. Just get it moving. Keep hashtag. We'll have to see if uh, Dave can, can get the, get in, get in touch with them for that. If Dave's still watching, let's get it going. Hell yeah. All right, guys, we'll be back here in a second. All right, everybody, we are back at the growing wing studio. Number two, Happy to finish out the second half of the show here. Well, a little less than a half because we take our breaks in an hour into it. But uh, we're going to get right back into free agency talk because, again, it doesn't stop. It hasn't stopped. One team that has not stopped making deals with people, the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't know if you saw it, but the Jags are – if you're a living, breathing football player, there's a good chance the Jags are trying to sign you right now. They've got a deep pocket book right now. They really do. And, unfortunately, for the Jags, that never ends well. Usually the highest – buyers in free agency don't have the, mo the most success with that. Now you look at a team last year, like the new England Patriots who spent more than bill Belichick had ever spent in free agency. It panned out. They won some games. They almost made the playoffs. I mean, they didn't do great. Obviously. I mean, they got blown out or they did make the playoffs. That's right. Mm -hmm. They got destroyed by the bills. Yes. So that's success. I mean, you make the playoffs, but again, that's like the Brown success. Yeah, but you, you make the playoffs with your quarterback, but that quarterback kind of proved not a franchise quarterback. But you look at some of these signings and deals are giving these players. It kind of just makes you like, what? I, it does, I guess I get why there's, I get why they're signing the positions they're signing. Makes sense, you know. But I, the, the deals are throwing. Like, I mean, do you think that Christian Kirk's worth that money? No. And the thing that's fucking up the rest of the NFL when you do a signing like that it for a guy who's not worth it is, yeah, it resets the market value. So now you're looking even middle of the pack wide receivers who are better than Christian Kirk right. go, all right, I want that money and more right. because I'm better than him. And then now think about the future where you have a Justin Jefferson, a DK Metcalf. These guys are going to want their next big contract. You're going to have to fucking pay. Didn't Adams come out after that, that signing from <coughs> Kirk and say, well, I'm not playing on the franchise tag this year. I don't know if that had anything to do with it. I think in general, he wasn't going to play on it what? because okay. at Devontae Adams stage in his career, he's, he's truly one of the best wide receivers mm -hmm. in football. So for him, it makes sense to go. Well, with Rodgers as your quarterback, he is. But I think he'd be great done. regardless where, wherever he's at. I think Devontae Adams is just a great wide receiver. But um, but I think for him, it's smart. You, you don't go out there and play on one-year deals because it's not smart financially for a player. If you get sure. hurt, you're fucked. So for him, I understand completely. He's he's proven that he's a great player. A guy that plays on a franchise tag, like a David Njoku who could potentially play on a franchise tag, is a guy who's not proven that he's actually worth that contract. Mm -hmm. So that makes sense. For a guy like David Njoku. Now, for a guy like Devontae Adams, who's a proven all-pro, pro bowler, one of the best wide receivers in football, you let that guy play on a nice, cushy contract because he's proven he's going to give his all. Mm -hmm. He doesn't take plays off. He's not going to sign that big deal and then all of a sudden sit out the rest of the year or something crazy. 
he's a great player. He's earned it. I think the, the, the Packers owe it to him at least to give him a contract. Yeah. So that would make sense. Now you have a guy like Mike Jacecki that we talked about last week with the, the Dolphins who signed a, he actually signed his, um, his franchise tag, which I thought was weird because I feel like he could have argued to get wide receiver pay, which is substantially more than you'd get for a tight end, but he took it. He was happy with it. Some players just don't like to cause problems, and I think that's smart for Mike Jacecki. Just wants to get just the money. Sign the, the deal. Game, Let's on. go play football. Let's go. Yeah. Let's run it back. But, but yeah, to go back to the, the Jags, I mean, the Jags are signing everybody and their fucking brothers. They are giving money to people. Like Zay Jones got a huge contract. $24 million. Yeah, $24 million. They're signing Christian Kirk, who's maybe a third or fourth wide receiver at best. Yeah. Depending on the team. $72 million total for him. I believe he was a first-round pick from the Cardinals yeah. like four or five years ago. Never panned out. No. He's never been good. I remembered when they drafted him, I was like, ooh, that's a little high. And now you see it in action, and he hasn't lived up to expectations. And then the Jacksonville Jaguars paid him as if he's lived up to I tried way to better look back at his season last year. His season was not conducive of that contract. Like, it didn't. No, I mean, he was healthy for the most part. <clears throat> Excuse me. And when they lost DeAndre Hopkins, the entire Arizona offense died. Yeah. So that goes to show you the, the Christian Kirk impact. He wasn't able to take a next step to keep the offense moving. They were one of the worst offenses in football when DeAndre Hopkins left or got hurt, didn't leave. Yeah. But when he got hurt, that whole team imploded. Yeah, I mean, along with that, too. I mean, I, again, what I said is that there's they're, they're putting pieces around uh, the quarterback. I mean, Evan Ingram was another sign. They brought him as a tight end. That's I mean, he's yep. a good tight end. I mean, he's not the yeah, greatest, he's not bad. he's a I good mean, target. I mean, he'll, he's a body. He, but... He's going to be that that safety pin um, that, that he needs. Or the, yeah. A lot to. of a lot of weird signings though for Jacksonville. I mean, don't get me wrong; they they have the money to burn because they're again in a situation just like Justin Herbert. You have these young quarterbacks that are on their rookie contracts. You need to get these players and try to win right now. Right? Do I think what Jacksonville is doing is going to lead to wins? Not really. I yeah, they really are. It just you want to you want a contract? You get a contract. <laughs> Everybody gets a contract. So. I mean, I do, I do have faith in the the coach they brought in. I, I believe that yeah, he's Doug Peterson's going, a great coach. I mean, obviously, Super Bowl champion with the Philadelphia Eagles knows what he's doing. He can take the talent he has and maybe give them a I don't know six win, seven win season possibly, um, and at least put the and maybe redo their their moral compass down in, in Jacksonville and kind of build that culture back up to where it needs to be. And then next year you go for it again, you know. And realistically, I mean, just being honest, this is not a great free agency class. It's kind of weak. So the talent. Is I mean, they're really – what other wide receivers could they have signed? I mean, DJ Shark, they let go, who just signed with Detroit. Yep. <coughs> Excuse me. Rashard Higgins just signed with the Panthers. I mean, those are some of the wide receivers you have available. I don't think Allen Robinson was going to return to Jacksonville, so that was out of the question. Um, so the, the the options weren't really great. Devontae Adams obviously not going anywhere from Green Bay. Mm -hmm. So – Christian Kirk is a guy that they could sign, but again, it's just the money financially. It doesn't make sense for that organization. Right. But before you have to pay Trevor Lawrence, you kind of have all the money you want to spend. So they're doing it right. It's all I mean, that AEW money they have. Honestly, I mean, they're paying these guys all this money, but by the time it matters, they're just going to let them go. And yeah, Julio Jones is now available. But again, Julio Jones, when's the last time he's really stayed healthy? Before, before he was traded last year, I wanted him. But my big pet peeve with him is he can't stay healthy. So I was like, it depends on the price tag. I was interested in him as a Browns fan last year for the right price. And I saw the Titans gave up like what a second or a third, if I'm not mistaken, that's way too much. That's crazy to trade for a guy that can't play 16, 17 games. And he wasn't or even, even that productive close. when he was healthy on the field. No, he's, he's aging. He's battled foot injuries for most of his career. And 
when he was with the Titans, I mean, I had, I drafted him in fantasy and I had high expectations. I thought with Derrick Henry, with uh, Ryan Tannehill throwing the ball with uh, AJ Brown opposite should have a pretty good season. It took him till like week 12 to get his first touchdown. I mean, just pathetic. So he's been cut kind of curious to see where he ends up. Does he say, fuck it. I want to win a championship and just sign with a contender. Let's go into LA. That's exactly who I was going to say. Does he replace Odell Beckham in that Rams offense? Yeah. As, as, as a go-to, like a very possible, person who can potentially catch the ball underneath, <coughs> underneath cup, you know, cause you're going to have Cooper cup. You're going to have um, Robert Woods. Assumingly will be back from his knee injury. So you make Julio Jones, your third wide receiver, Tyler Higby at tight end. That's not bad. That's not bad for the Rams. Not a bad offense coming off a Super Bowl win. You didn't lose much. I mean, you lost Odell, but I mean, Odell was kind of the felon anyways for what? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, the AFC, if, if you notice the trend, teams are getting their quarterback and they're getting the defensive line. So another team, the Raiders, presumably going to keep Derek Carr. We don't know, though. They're rolling with Derek Carr for right now. They just signed Chandler Jones, who is a pretty hot commodity coming out of free agency. Good defensive end. Can still get to the quarterback, very productive. They signed him and they traded Yannick Ngaku mm -hmm. to the Colts for Rock Yasin. What the fuck are these names? I mean, yeah, they, that has to be I, the I, weirdest I'm, name. I'm so glad trade that you can pronounce them because Jesus Christ. Or I'm sorry, I actually fucked up his name. Yannick Ngoku. Or Nobody's questioning it, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, so you have Yannick Ngoku, Ngoku traded to the Colts. He's a defensive end for Rock Yasin. And the they just gave that max contract to Crosby, too. Yeah, Max Crosby got a huge contract. Carl Nassib. There was a hate crime in Las Vegas. The Raiders cut him. Openly gay player came out last year, and the Raiders said, kick rocks, buddy. Way to go, Raiders, you bunch of bastards. But in, in their defense, they didn't sign him. It's a whole new regime, yeah. so I won't hold it against them. Yeah, no, I mean, it's again, it just continues with the theme of the AFC getting stronger. And that's, again, where I'm at with with the uh, – who do we got? Bernard Berrien just signed a 10-day to the Browns. <laughs> Uh, if anybody knew the joke with Bernard Berrien, so Mike has always been one in fantasy football to want to draft Bernard Berrien back in the day. And I remember the one year he went to draft him, and this was the year that he was not in the league anymore. And Mike spent a little while looking for him on the fantasy boards. Probably pretty far down on the list, if I had to imagine. <laughs> but Mike always had him on his team. So, uh, yeah, that, that joke never gets old. Did he ever win? Uh, Mike has won before. Yeah. I don't, with know, if it, I don't know if it was with Bernard Berrien though. Okay. Yeah. If he, if he had him on the roster for a win then that's like, okay, that's cool. That's like your, your success story. But, uh, that's your Christmas gift this year, by the way, is a Bernard Berrien Jersey. So rightfully so apparently. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, just, I mean, going through the AFC real I mean, not real quick, but I mean, the Colts have made some pretty good moves. Obviously, we know the Denver, we talked about it last week. Yeah. I mean, the Colts need their quarterback, obviously yeah. traded away Carson Wentz at their next step as a quarterback because the AFC is ready to win. It's it's full of young competitive teams and the Browns need to take that next step. And this is something that, you know, I, I've been looking, I've been watching the comments today and I, I've noticed I haven't gotten one apology from anybody because I've been on this Baker's getting the fuck out of Cleveland train two years now, at least we're just too, about. We're too prideful around here. Just to get not me. Out. I want that fucking apology from everybody. I've been telling you guys Baker's average. I've been telling you Baker needs to get upgraded. He needs to play greater. He's fucking gone. Now the Browns are proving everybody they want him the fuck out of here. I was right. You were wrong. Are you about it's to okay. drop a still cold Steve Own Austin? Um, three sixteen just said I was you know, I, I, I thought. I mean, I thought, but, but you know, the bottom line is I was right. Obviously, <laughs> we all knew that. Way to work it in there, <laughs> naturally. But I mean, honestly, I've been telling you forever. 
And that's the bottom line because JG said so. <laughs> I mean, I mean to be honest, I mean, I, I was against you last year with Baker. I'll, I'll never forget when, when the Deshaun Watson could potentially become available. When that news yeah. broke, you and I were texting about it forever, yeah. going back and forth. Yeah. We talked about it on our show. I said, trade for Deshaun Watson right now. Do anything you can to trade for this guy. He's a great quarterback. The Browns' missing piece is a quarterback. And mind you, this was right after the Kansas City loss. So this was right when all the Baker bros were starting to really click. When everybody, not you, but like Baker yeah. bros in general, <laughs> when they were all starting to go, this guy's fucking amazing. Yeah. We took Kansas City down to the wire. We're winning a Super Bowl next year. He's the, give him an ex extension right now. He's the best quarterback we've ever had. And I said, pump the brakes. This guy's not that good. You guys are watching this with, with orange tinted glasses. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't fully nice understand touch. the quarterback position. <laughs> and next thing you know, the season plays out. And there's still people out there making excuses that Baker's hurt. Baker this and that. Deshaun Watson is 1,000 times better than Baker Mayfield will ever be. If you're a Browns fan, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart, my cold, dead black heart, if you're a Browns fan and you legitimately do not want Deshaun Watson because you think Baker is better, stop watching football. Cancel your cable. Throw your TV out the window. Whatever you have to do, stop watching football because you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. What sport should they take up then? I mean, just... Water polo. Water I don't give polo. a shit. It, nothing that, nothing that concerns I me because I don't ever want to have to talk to these people. <laughs> Again, if you don't want Deshaun Watson for moral reasons, that's fine. But I implore you, watch the Steelers. Look at what they did with Ben Roethlisberger. James Harrison had assault allegations against him, swept under the rug. Michael Vick, kicked out of football, went to jail for the dog incident, was on the Steelers roster. The Steelers have no issue with guys with checkered pasts, guys that have fucked up in their lives. No issues. And what is that? Where's that gotten them? Multiple playoff appearances, multiple championships. What do the Browns have? Not a fucking thing. And you guys want choir boys? You think that's how you win in the NFL? Mind you, it's all innocent till proven guilty, alleged stuff. Baker Mayfield's no saint either. Remember the Cheesecake Factory story? It was consensual, though, wasn't it? it not, by, not with his wife. <laughs> I'm not saying he did anything wrong, but you got a guy that's getting BJ's in the back of a cheesecake factory parking lot. I mean, sometimes you're just really excited for cheesecake, man. I mean, you have to go. So get it's not like it's not like he's some moral compass high ground well, guy that you can funny. sit there and say didn't he's the, a. You know, the Baltimore Ravens win with uh, somebody in the roster who uh, killed somebody. Allegedly. Oh yes, allegedly. killed somebody. Yeah. So what happened there? I mean, yeah, Kellen Winslow. Kellen Winslow didn't really do anything wrong till he was off the Browns. So that weird shit with him raping old ladies that had nothing to do with us. We we fostered that in him though. Playing for the Browns gave him the the CTE. Sure did. Yeah. I bet. <laughs> but so but, does somebody really think Baker was better than Deshaun Watson? There are a lot of people that have been trying to compare stats, and they're going, "Oh, you know, Baker Deshaun's not that much better than Baker Mayfield." And for me, that just shows you that person never actually watched Deshaun Watson play football because. He's head and shoulders. It's not even close. Better. If you remove names and you if you remove names, teams, whatever, you put stats versus stats, and you look at one column, you're like, okay, that guy clearly is really good. So there's a couple stats that are actually comparable. So touchdowns, if I'm not mistaken, off the top of my head, I think Deshaun Watson has like in, in a four-year span, Deshaun Watson has like 10 or 15 more touchdowns in the air. Interception-wise, he has like 30 less, though, which is huge. Right. Rushing. Numbers are astronomically better. Yards are better. Completion percentage is almost like 8% better than Baker Mayfield. It's some of these little facts like that, analytically speaking, for the Browns, not even close. Right. I don't think you'll have uh, 
Miles Garrett apologizing to you about the team, whereas right, uh, <laughs> absolutely, no chance that'll ever happen. So yeah, I, I just I got into a you know I, I haven't argued with anybody. I've been sticking to my New Year's resolution, which was I wasn't going to get into arguments with with Browns fans on on social media. So I've been keeping my mouth shut, but I have been reading what people are saying, and there are so many people that are saying stick with Baker, ride with six, don't go after Watson, and I don't understand why a Browns fan would not want their team to win a Super Bowl potentially and be great. Well, because every Browns fan right now is looking for a reason to stick with Baker. And one of the reasons why they want to stick with Baker is because um, they don't want to give in to the moral side of what bringing Deshaun Watson in would do. They are saying, well, I'm, I'm not going to re- buy my season tickets if you bring Watson in. I'm not going to watch the Browns if you bring Watson in. Who was the – sorry to interrupt. Who was the murderer on the Patriots? I'll we'll have to wait for Lee to respond to that. I'm not sure who the murderer was, Stone Cold murderer, unless he's maybe Dante Stallworth. Um, but he murdered a guy when he was with Cleveland first. And I think then he went to. Well, Robert Kraft murdered some uh, semen in some hooker's mouth before, but I mean, I don't know if that counts right now. Quote unquote consensual, oh, also. And then Aaron Hernandez. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, Aaron I guess technically. But yeah. I mean, yeah, but that nobody knew that when he was actually on the team. So that one, I guess, could be. I don't know. Did you watch that behind the scenes of him? They had stuff pointing to his, his shit then, all the way through. I take that back. Let me reiterate. <laughs> the fans didn't know that he was a yeah, murderer. The team so. definitely knew something was fucked up with him. It's easy. I didn't think about him. But, yeah, he, he didn't. Nobody knew he was a murderer when he was playing. So it's not like the fans could be like, ah, fuck it. Let him go out there and play. I don't care that he shot a guy in an alley yesterday. That's that's a little different than this Deshaun Watson stuff. Aaron, Aaron Hernandez got caught and his career was over after that. So it's a little different. Apples and oranges, ladies and gentlemen. He's still hanging around, though. He's a good guy. Yeah, I heard he's hanging out in prison. <laughs> Things are nice. The weather's good. Yeah, the Patriots, I'm sure, knew about it, but like they didn't leak it to anybody. So the fans is all I was talking about. Oh, yeah. I mean, the Patriots knew, and that coach from uh, the Gators knew, too. Who's that guy? Um, oh, I forgot his name. name? Uh, Urban, oh, Urban something. Urban something. Yeah, I forget. He's a thing for blondes. Crazy. And shoving his hand up people's asses. But, um, but yeah, so – the Patriots might have known that, but I mean, that also just goes to show you how the NFL works. If you're talented, you can overcome anything. Michael Vick went to jail, killed dogs, should have been completely blacklisted from the NFL, welcomed back with open arms. He didn't was great that. on the Eagles. He he took that redemption route. He came with, he served his time. He came back. He got into a team that helped him reimagine his image, build it back up. And I mean, Philly helped him a lot. Absolutely. I mean, that was a resurgence yeah. with Chip Kelly. That offense was amazing. Yeah, I mean, they, oh my God, it was, they were fun to watch. And again, I mean, the list is endless. We could spend a whole episode. Yeah, it I would, know. I it would it, sound yeah. like the free agency talk with the names of players that have been arrested for assaults and domestic abuse. Just spend the time Googling the amount. I mean, Ray Rice, Jesus Christ. He look knocked at, his wife out in the elevator. I mean, look at Alvin Kamara. And if you think about the NFL, again, we talked about this last week with the fucked up thing. If they never found that tape, Ray Rice probably wouldn't have gotten in trouble. No. But it leaked, so they were like, ooh, well, I guess we got to suspend Mike Tyson him. impersonation in an elevator. And then you look at a guy, Alvin Kamara, during the Pro Bowl week, beats the shit out of a guy in Las Vegas. They haven't really talked about that a whole lot, which is kind of funny. It's a little bit of a double standard. Alvin Kamara can beat up a, a guy. Nobody talks about it. Deshaun Watson's allegedly having sex with his masseuses, and everyone wants him out of the NFL. Happy ending? Yeah, and let's. how about a happy ending for Cleveland fans? Let's get Deshaun Watson here. Mm, yes. A good old rub and tug. You feel better getting it off your chest now? I mean, Kareem Hunt, we saw the video. She was yelling racial slurs at him and stuff like that. And he gave her a soft-ass tap to the head. We've all seen the video. It wasn't even anything. It was nothing. Still the best kicker on our team. As of right now, he really is. Until we get Dicker the Kicker, ladies and gentlemen. I'm starting the campaign right now. Dicker the Kicker. Look him up. How many campaigns are you starting tonight? 
as many as I have to to get this shit across to everybody. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, the Kareem Hunt thing was nothing. That was that was. He gave her a little tap on the head. He served his time. He was suspended, sat out an entire season. So what more do you want from the guy? Again, talent trumps anything a player does wrong. Anything. It's happened with Randy Gregory. Look at Josh. How many chances has Josh Gordon gotten because he's talented? Ben Roethlisberger. Deshaun Watson will be let back into the NFL with open arms. All these guys, if you're good, you can get away with this shit. Well, I mean, the Browns brought in uh, what's-his-face last year, too. He was in prison. Yeah, Hunt was drinking and driving. What what NFL players don't drink and drive? Um, what was the guy? Was it who we brought in last year that was in prison for a year? Oh, Malik McDowell. Yeah, we gave him Who's a Who's going right back because he ran naked into yeah. another cop. Yeah. So, obviously, some people cannot be changed, but some people can. Yep. And I think Deshaun Watson will come into the NFL and you'll never hear a bad word about him again. Yeah, for the first month or two before football starts, you'll hear a shit ton about it. Oh no, I just want like he won't he'll never commit another thing like that. Like oh, he's, yeah. he's gonna he learned his lesson, I like to think. We like to hope. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Wish in one hand, hope in the other. So who's the free agents out there right now that haven't signed? And where do you think they're going? Um I mean, there's a ton. I, don't I mean, know what's much. the biggest ones? I mean, I mean, obviously, we talked about Robinson. Where do you think he's going? Alan Robinson's tough to say. I mean, I've seen him linked to the Browns, but I don't know anything official. And I've seen him linked to multiple teams. I saw him linked to the Lions, but the Lions just signed DJ Shark, so I think he's out. Yep. It, it really depends on what the player wants, because there's guys out there that will just sign with the Jags for a shitload of money. And there's guys that will take less money to play on a contender. Mm-hmm. So a lot of it with these guys that don't sign on day one are waiting to see how the market shakes out. They're waiting to see what teams are interested, what teams have a good roster, what teams are making moves to win. Bobby Wagner is a great guy that I would love in Cleveland. I'm sure most teams would want him at linebacker. So there's a lot of guys out there that are kind of sitting back and waiting because I think they want to see where the dominoes fall, and they might be willing to take a pay cut to win. Who do you think – who else do you think the Browns have in their uh, radar right now other than Watson? I mean, they're making these. I mean, my opinion is that they've made these moves today and yesterday to clear a lot of cap space, or at least enough cap space to make some more moves past Watson. Yeah, I mean, they brought back uh, an offensive, a couple offensive linemen. They brought back Dearness Johnson. They clearly signed. The, they signed the defensive tackle. They signed the kick returner, defensive end. Yeah. I mean, they brought back Anthony Walker, also so linebacker. But you lost Mac Wilson, so you have to replace your linebackers. Another Chase, one year deal for Walker, by the way. That's, that's just smart. Funny to me. So Chase Winovich is going to be. Probably, I'm guessing, lining up his defensive end, but right. he's not a three-down guy. So he's a pass, pass rush specialist at best. Honey Badger's still available. He's a guy I don't think the Browns are going to really have an eye on. Um, possibly, it really just depends on what the guys want, truthfully. I think the Browns are interested in most top free agents. It's just we're going to offer them one- or two-year deals that are smart financially for us, and it's up to them to take them. Right. I'm really, I don't know where the Honey Badger would go, though. That's a good question. I mean, where do you think he would go? I don't know what team needs a safety right now. Um, I mean, a lot of teams need a safety. Again, it just depends on does he want to keep playing for contenders because he's so used to trying to win championships, or is he going to take the money and run? Right. True. It really just depends on the player. I mean, by by this time next week, we're going live again. We'll talk about I'm sure there will be a million more signings to talk about, hopefully a Deshaun Watson trade. This is only just the beginning. It really is, ladies and gentlemen. It's early in the the football season. Technically, started today at 4 p.m., so we're only a few hours in. And look at how much shit's already happened. We're going to talk to you guys next week. We're going to end the show a little differently this week. It's just going to be a straight up ending because this was a special episode. So you guys are all welcome that we came in today on our day off. We'll talk to you guys next week. Have a good one. Later, guys. Redline Radio LLC is proud to partner.